Right. Shall we start? Yeah, sure. <sighs> okay. It's been a while. Yes. Here we are. Who'd have bloody seen this coming? I was trying to think of like a reference to here we are, but I can't think of anything. Um, Backstreet's back. All right, there we go. Boom, we both made a reference. Woo, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) And there's you just saying, we want to cut back on swearing. (laughs) I realised it as I said it. We've been recording for a minute and a half. I was mid-woo. I was mid-woo. I was mid-woo and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I'm gonna say the F word. <laughs> um hey everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Film Me in podcast. Um where this Relaunch. week where this week we're gonna film you in. Um in Yeah, we're doing a a soft reboot of the podcast. We're, we're doing reboot. what um we're doing what like Sony wishes they would do in Morbius. Um, we're re-releasing it and we're gonna make no fucking money a a fun fact a fun fact right um it's been so long since we've released a podcast that in this time um morbius had its release date changed it (laughs) it released bombed got got re-released and bombed again and a petition has been come out has come out to make it re-release in cinemas a third time so that's how long it's been um yeah it's been a while so we're sorry uh we've been really busy Indeed. uh well i've been really busy david's been working and but he works yeah. all the time anyway um but yeah we're, but we're here so that's good right i mean it depends on what your definition of good is 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 your definition of good two white guys sitting on chairs and talking about movies because then yes yes Yes, it is. Okay, at least we're at least we're relaunching during Pride Month. Like, whoa, there we go. We get the gay audience on our side because it's a <laughs> it's a it's a re-release during Pride, and we're both bi. Yeah, like, big, this is you know big up the community. That <laughs> we planned this all along. We we planned to stop for six months, have midlife crises, crisis eye, crisis eye, crisis eye. I think it's just crisis eye. <laughs> just Christ. Screw it. <laughs> Like we have, we have, we have midlife Christ individually, <laughs> and um, then decided, you know what, we're gonna re-release during Pride. We're gonna reboot, revamp, and nothing's gonna change. We're Impro- just gonna be doing the same stuff. We're gonna improvise, adapt, overcome. <laughs> just like Bear Grylls. Hell yeah! Gr- just like Grill Bears. Grill Bears. So, David, what have you been up to for the past six months? Um. Well, like you said, working. Um, yes. I went to America. Woo! In May um, to visit my long distance partner for like the first time ever. It's also the first time I've ever been on a plane. Exciting. Um, so yeah, I kind of jumped in on the deep end there. Were, were there any snakes on it? Um, there was a Sam Jackson, but there was no snakes. Cool. We love a yes. Sam Jackson. We love a Sam Jackson on our plane with Harrison Ford. Did you know as well? Sam Jackson's been in Leeds. Mad. Yeah, they filmed Secret Invasion in Leeds, what? and he Mad. was here. He was here for it. And you didn't get to meet him. No, because I, I, I was I was I was working the day. 
<laughs> he could have come in to get his like COVID test with you, and you, you just on nah, no. But I met nah, a couple. I met that's a cu- lad. Because the only reason I knew about it is because I met a couple of members of the crew. Yeah, no, I remember you saying so, you yeah. got their emails and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, none of the yeah, none, none of them have gotten back to me about being on the podcast, but whatever. Um, yeah, why know. would they? We're middle. We're like a young white man podcast. Like no, they will probably see us as an alpha male podcast. We're a sigma male podcast. We no. are not. A, we're not any kind of male podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. just a podcast. Hell yeah, we're open to anyone. That's fantastic, though. I'm glad. Did you have a good time in America then? Oh, it was genuinely amazing, mate. Like it. <laughs> It's weird, like, how similar it was to being over here, except with just a lot more car rides. But I went yeah. to, like, the most... In terms of weather, I went to the most British part of America. <laughs> um, one thing that was really funny is I saw somebody flying a Confederate flag whilst I was in the north side of America, which Interesting. Doesn't, make, doesn't make any sense because, like, people in the south side, like, yeah, it, it at least, like, that's, that stands for the south. Yeah. You're still a you're still a bitch for doing it because you know anybody who flies a Confederate flag is inherently racist. Great, but why would you do it in the north part of America where it doesn't even make sense because the north part was not the Confederate side? I really like, have you migrated know. from the south side like a bloody like eagle and then just said, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna fly a Confederate flag and just be known as an inherent racist? Did you, did you say did you say like an eagle? Yes, I did. Accidents. I was speaking of a bird, okay? I don't think Another eagles person. fly. I don't think eagles fly north for the winter. Yes, they do. Sparrows <laughs> do too. What, what else have you been up to? Fuck, what have I done? <laughs> That's two. I... That's two. <laughs> That's two. If we had a video format, just have a counter in the t- in the Ding! bottom corner, like a, a word limit, but it's just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what have I been up to actually? I've been I've played a lot of games. Um I have watched some a, a lot of TV and a few movies. I've moved well, we, apartment we'd hope in so. work. Oh, very nice. Um I'm actually getting more hours in work, so woo! Yeah, baby! We love that, um, we love that, we love that. Even even less time to record our podcast that we don't upload. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yeah, wild card, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Other than going to America, that's like the biggest thing that I had. Like, I, I did a lot of stuff whilst I was there. I'll get more into it in a bit. Did you um, go to the? Like, did you go to the cinema? The the movie uh, theater? No, we did not because uh, the only things that was showing at the time were Sonic 2 and something else, and I didn't have, like, the money to pay for it. Because cinema over there is bloody expensive. Is it? Like, oh, my God. Like, for one person, it's $17 for a ticket where I was going. Shit. Yeah, like, that's a lot. And, that's like, a lot I, was of paying money. For two, I was paying for two people. We were also, having, like, wanting to get food everywhere. We wanted to go to, like, Dave & Buster's, which is, like, an arcade bar yeah, restaurant yeah. thing. One of the most fun experiences of my life. Um, genuinely so good. I loved it. Um, we also wanted to go to like a aquarium and zoo, and we did on one of the last days I was there. Um, that was really cool. We went to like a all you can eat um sushi place, which I've never really been a huge fan of sushi in terms of like food, but I've only ever gotten like crappy like supermarket sushi that you get in meal deals. Um, yeah. 
This was like proper sushi, and oh my god, was it? It was so good for like twenty five dollars <laughs> for a person. It was like all you can eat. Oh damn! And the actual sushi um, plates are like eight dollars each. Oh wow! So one once you eat just three of them, you're sorted. Like you've paid for it alone, and we had about. I think five or six different sushis each. Oh my god! So um, we were both very hungry, and it was well worth waiting. It's the only way. It's the cause... only time to go to an all-you-can-eat place is when you're very. Oh hungry. yeah, you have to starve yourself. Yeah, Jane, you have to make sure that you haven't eaten all day. Yeah, absolutely. Before you go to it, because then you're not going to get. Otherwise, you don't get your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we did a lot of photo shoots. Um, that like there's a post on my Instagram with a few of the photos. I'm planning to upload a few more at some point as well because I really like them. Cool. Um, I think we're both very cute together. Yes, you are. Um, I can confirm. Yeah, exactly. We're we're a cute couple. Um, oh, yeah, like and there's, you, there's well, a lot. Also, while Most you're away, you sent me a picture of a. <laughs> Please cut that out because once again, we're going to sell this song. Yeah? <laughs> 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 but for anybody who hears this before it's released, yes, I did, and it was very funny. And he showed all of his housemates. <laughs> oh, dear me. Um, I'm never going to be able to look your housemates in the eye. Never. Like, never. Seen that. Never. Right, podcast is going on break again for another six months. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, fuck off. That's three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what was that? What was that, David? What have I been up to? That's a really, I'm really glad you I asked. I literally just asked that. I know, and you kind of ruined my seconds. joke. You kind of ruined my joke. Um, yeah, I've been. I, I finished time. university. I did. I did my third year. So. Jesus Christ, that was long. Um, but so so we had essentially for the last half of the year we had two modules. One was a big essay that I got done, and the other more more important more, in, more important to me was a uh, a performance. And so um, I teamed up with a uh, one of the one of the girls in my class called Rihanna, and we uh, we made it. We had to make a show um, before uh, the end of February. From from the end of January to the end of February, and we had to make a show, and we did. Um, it was about us trying to come up with a performance together because we realised that we hadn't worked together the entirety of the three years we've been at university. So we were like, you know what? Let's make a show about trying to learn how to work together and how to make a show together as people who don't really know each other. Um, and yeah. it went it went really well. It went really well, and then so can the, confirm it was very good. So, so the the module was split into two. So that was the first part of the module, and then the second part it had to be fifteen minutes for the first part, and the second part had to be uh, at least thirty. And um, so we finished the fifteen minute one, and we were like, right, okay, let's get started. And we then essentially had to rework the entire thing for the second module, which was very difficult. Yeah. Um, but once again, we we did it. And it was, it went really well. Um, I, I will actually probably leave a link in the description to the live stream of it with a time code to the show because I'm I'm really proud of it. It's one of the greatest things I've ever I've ever made. Um, and I'm and I'm so proud that it 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 turned out the way it did, and that that everyone that we've shown and everyone that was there really liked it. 
Yeah, um, make sure to timestamp the link because otherwise you're going to have people watching a seven hour video yeah I was going to say it's a live stream of like seven hours <laughs> Jesus yeah. Um, but yeah no so that happened we made the show and then we actually um, the news part is that we got asked we got invited to take it to a big theatre festival in Romania so yeah. it's the it's the Sibiu theatre festival um, over in Romania and I'm taking the show that me and Rihanna made. We're, we're both taking it um, at the end of June and we're performing it on the 30th of June. So it's super exciting. This is like big, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, uh, yeah, very, very exciting. It's, it's going to be absolutely mental. Did you say 13th of June? 30th. 30th. Jesus, yes. that's close. Yeah, it's like less than three weeks. And again, we've had to rework the whole thing because it's, you know, not not everyone in Romania speaks English, believe it or not. So you just learn Romanian. I, it's or... either it's either it's either we have to rework it all so we can they can we can make sure they understand us, or we have to learn Romanian. Um, it's gonna be really funny if all of them are speaking english and you just kind of like reworked it for nothing exactly exactly that's the terrifying thing we just don't know and like the yeah. space we're going to we don't have an opportunity to see it until the day before our show jesus so it's like really quick turnaround we get there and yeah we're that's we... a that is a really quick turnaround but honestly yeah. man like from what i've seen of like the performance that you did already like what you used to do was you would always um like you would always try and shoehorn comedy into something. Yeah. Because that, like, that's what you want to do in life. You want to do comedy. You want to write comedy. And yeah. you're good at it. But whenever you try too hard to do it, it just doesn't feel natural. And it feels a bit too like, oh, haha, you, you made a joke. Or yeah. I, I was enjoying the serious shit. You've, you've nailed it now. You have found that like perfect bridge between comedy and drama and honestly mate i i'm not i'm so proud of you thanks man like it's it's genuinely impressive like how far you've come from when you were like just started and you were just like like that um presidential speech thing that you did yeah like, it was good but it definitely <laughs> felt like the comedy was very forced yeah yeah, yeah yeah absolutely it could have been a really interesting dramatic piece where it was just drama but because you were doing it you wanted to play in the comedy into it and you wanted yeah. to try and make it funny yeah, this you found you found that balance, and I think Rihanna is a perfect like kind of like partner for you in yeah. terms of your acting. You two yeah, riff off is. each other so well. Yeah, it's it's weird. We like we so for the first you module, have weirdly good and awkward chemistry. We like for the the first module we had like we didn't know each other, and so during rehearsals it was so awkward, and we made the show. And then by the time we got to the second show, we were like, okay, so we've got to basically start again and make another show about how we don't know how to work together. And we're like, yeah. but but we now really know how to work together quite well. <laughs> like, oh yeah, God, but that's, like, how do we make this now, now that we that's know? That's actually how... kind of perfect though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now you know how to work together. You know, like, you remember the experience of it and you can write it well together. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I feel like that... That wouldn't have worked as well as your first performance, I don't think. 
Yeah. I feel like it would have been a lot more awkward. It would have literally felt like you guys just didn't know how to work together and you guys would not have been able to work together again. Yeah, I think having that, the experience of just working together and then having the experience of not is a better way to do it. Yeah, it's about it's that fine line of like um, people not knowing what's real and what's the show. Like, yeah, genuinely, that, like what... I could not tell halfway through. Like, I, I genuinely couldn't tell if you guys were like actually starting to argue. Yeah, because we like we like argue, we bicker. There's moments where yeah. she, uh, she pulls me aside and she's like telling me off like a like a naughty school child. Yeah, you, you know, moments like are her kid in that. Thing. Yeah, and that, and then we switch that over. So I'm saying it to her, like being proper condescending to her. Yeah, like there's those moments where it's like I'm. You know, we we don't we want it to be like you don't know whether we've actually just decided to have an argument mid mid performance, and we actually yeah. like don't want to work together. You pulled that off really well. Well, that's yeah, that was uh that was what we wanted. So yeah, so the the next performance we've got is in less than three weeks from the time of recording. Of course, it'll be yep. even closer by the time this goes out, um, which is even scarier. Uh, we've got we've got rehearsals like every other day. And we're just keeping going with it. It's exciting. Yeah, you'd, you're going to smash it, man. I believe in you. Yeah. When when um when I come back from it, the next one we record, I'll probably go through my experience in Romania. Yeah. I um, think that'll be a good one to, to do. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, uh, it's going to be a, a wild trip. A yeah. wild trip. Um. So yeah, that that's, that's my university stuff. It's all done. I'm currently waiting on my results, but I expect to be graduating. Yeah. Um, Mid July, which is exciting as well. Um, and of course, I've been going to the movies. <laughs> no, you really? Yeah. I believe you. Crazy. I don't believe you. Yeah, crazy, right? Um, so I've I, I've I've watched twenty movies that have released this year so far. Um, which isn't as many as I as I normally see. Uh, but like I said, I've been busy. Uh, yes. but, but here we are. We, so um, I was going to go through some of these and see if you'd seen any of them and, uh, and had any interesting things to mention about them. I've seen eight movies that have released this year and then one movie that was released in like 89 and then a few TV shows here and there as well. So oh, I've seen a couple. Fantastic. Um, so let, let, let's, let's get these out of the way first. Um, we did actually record a couple of episodes earlier on in the year. Yes, um, we did. But we just didn't release them. Um, <laughs> one of them was I feel on, like one day we should. What one of them was on Scream, the yeah. the, the rebootquel. Um, which was actually good. Actually, it was very good. A, actually, a good movie. I really liked it. it and it's it's getting a Scream six. It's getting a a a, a Screamquel. <laughs> a rebootquel. Quel. It, a, no, a scream quote. Yeah, a, 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 a sequel to it's a scream. Yeah, quote. but a scream quote. Anyway, um, that they was would good. Not call it a scream quote. It'll be a stab quote. A, a synap quote. A stab quote. Stab quote. In- incredible. Absolutely incredible. Ah, uh, incredible. Okay, let's let's stop this joke. <laughs> Incredible. Bad bit. Um, bad, bit. Okay. bad bit. Bad bit. Bad bit. Um, that... Incredible. Scream. <laughs> the Incredicals. <laughs> that, um, yeah, Scream was good. And we also did an episode on the Batman that we didn't release. Um, yeah, and that was good. And Batman was really good. 
Like Yeah, and that made me realise that I want Robert Pattinson as Shadow the Hedgehog in Sonic 3. Oh, stop. That would be amazing. Well, genuinely, wouldn't that be, like, the best casting? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> after After seeing him in, like, Twilight and in the Batman, do a mixture of his character in Twilight and, and his Batman, and that's just Shadow. That would give him cool. a gun, sell, tell him to say damn, <laughs> and he's sorted. You say give him a gun? <laughs> yeah, that's what... Shadow the Hedgehog wields fucking SMGs, man. What? Yeah, have you never played Shadow the Hedgehog on PS2? No. I genuinely, one of like my earliest childhood games, it's awful, by the way. It is genuinely awful. But he's in the poster, he's literally wielding like a rocket launcher. Like in the cover art. He's got a concealed carry rocket launcher. Oh my god, he does. He does. And then, then another one, he's literally just got like a, a, a like a desert eagle. Oh my god. Oh my god. He is dual wielding SMGs. He is. I'm not even joking. Oh my god. That's that's crazy. It's, it's so stupid, isn't it? Isn't he meant to just like run? Yeah, he does both. He he runs and guns. Oh god. I really set myself up for that. <laughs> I really, really set myself up for that. Genuinely, like he actually—he rides a motorbike as well. He's just like, like the coolest dude. He's, <laughs> he's like he, literally—they just said, "Okay, how can we appeal to emos who like Sonic? Give him a gun." Oh, oh, I, I found. And turn to say, "Damn!" I found one of him flipping, of him flipping someone off. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, um, he is. Um, he's an edgy hog. Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. There we go. Boom. Oh, I hate it. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Sonic, though, I didn't see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I did not, unfortunately, either. I know I know Shadow is coming in. They did the same kind of thing at the end of, uh, that they did at the end of um, Sonic 2, where they have Tails come in oh, and yeah, Shadow yeah. comes in. Oh, and yeah, cool. since they also added Knuckles into Sonic 2, I imagine they'll add another character. And I hope to God it's not Amy, because she's annoying. Um, and the only other person I don't want it to be is Big the Cat, because nobody likes Big the Cat. I don't even know. Just I don't even know who you are. Big purple bastard who, like, just... Oh, God, he's... He's like the Amy Schumer of video game characters. Incredible. Incredible. Um, <laughs> petition for Amy Schumer to play whatever the fuck character you just talk called. I swear to God, if it does, I'm retconning that movie. <laughs> uh, that's four, by the way. Um, other films I saw. We oh, did you watch Doctor Strange and the Multiverse? I did of watch Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What did you? I I actually I don't think I've spoken to you about this. Movie. Yeah, we haven't actually spoken about this film. Yeah. Yes. This is it how was... little we've talked outside the podcast. Like, Xander's yeah. been busy. I've been trying to talk to him, and he's just like, nah, mate. <laughs> to be fair, we, did, we have played Evil Dead the game a fair few times together now. Um, we have. That's I've, a good game. I've played it a bit more, and it's so... I um, I played it, like, online with Kai. Like, we actually went against the player, and we absolutely mutilated that man. I, I feel bad. Oh, no. How badly we destroyed him. Oh, no. We were with, like, level 34 King Arthur. Oh, and right. he was just like a level one puppeteer and we we're just like, we feel bad, man. 
um, yeah, Doctor like, Strange, though. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I really enjoyed it. I think, like, I can understand some of the haters getting. It's not for everybody. Sam Raimi films rarely are, except yeah. maybe Spider-Man trilogy, but, like, Evil Dead, I love it. I love the Evil Dead trilogy. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's for everyone, though. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I've re- it, I've realized over the years is that yeah. Evil Dead is very much like you either love it or you hate it. Exactly, and I think that Sam Raimi is a director. You either love him or you hate him. Um, and once again, it's proven in this. Um, you've got Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness. Some people absolutely love it. Some people hate it. Um, going off of just like how much it impacts the MCU, it's it's one of those films where it feels like filler, but there's some in, like some important stuff, but not enough to make it like you have to see this to understand what's going on, unless like other films start coming back to it. But like with Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home, you have to see that to understand what's going to be going on in the future. Yeah, it was Especially like... Especially for Spider-Man. I think, I think, I think what was disa- the mildly disappointing about the movie is that you think it's going to be like this huge MCU tentpole that's like, yeah. this is going to change the future. This is going to be the, one of the ones leading up to like the next Avengers film that you have to watch. Yeah, and it's, it's more a self-contained movie. Yeah, which is good... For yeah, the MCU, because that. it's so rare that you see that. But it's like yeah. everyone everyone was expecting like every character in the world to show up. But it's like exactly. But you just knew like it wasn't going to happen, man. It just and wasn't we gonna we did, like we're going to go into spoilers here. It's been out enough, and it's coming out on Disney Plus like within the next two weeks. I think within the it next is. week actually. It is. So we're going to go into spoilers now, Zander. If you want to put your awful spoiler section thing here, <sighs> fine. I don't, I don't want no spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, like there was there was obviously some cameos. Um obviously we got the Bruce Campbell one. Uh, yeah. We got two scenes of Bruce Campbell and that was hilarious. I loved it. We did. I still hope he's Mephisto. <laughs> he's not Mephisto. I know he isn't, but I hope. Um I can dream, Harold. I can dream, Harold. Um We did get John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic who turned into Mr. Spaghetti. We did get that, we did get that, we did get that. We got Black Bolt. Um, yeah, he's what's he? He's in Inhumans or something like he that. Is he is. They brought back a character from the Inhumans, the awful TV show that he made um, in to be 2015. Fair though, his, yeah, and he was actually really cool in that. Um, so that was interesting. I mean, not Inhumans. I haven't watched that. He was cool in Doctor Strange. He was cool in um, Doctor Strange. They brought back Professor Xavier um, with. I've forgotten his name. I can't Patrick know. Stewart. I don't know how. Patrick Stewart, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and and they... they even got Agent Carter with um, the original actress Peggy, which is cool. Well, it's Captain Carter from uh, What Sorry, if? yeah. I was thinking, I don't know why I said Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Captain Carter and... A variant of Captain Marvel, which is Monica Rambeau. Yeah, exactly. So we got some cool, um, we got some What If cameos. We got some, like, the the fan, what the who the fans wanted to be cast as Mr. Fantastic yeah um so yeah i can't, I think, I can't like, wait for them to cast someone else as the mcu's mr that's Fantastic. gonna be so funny yeah isn't it? that is gonna be so funny um but yeah like it's it was nice to see these characters returning or characters like actually becoming the role that people wanted yeah we did not get the leaked tony stark um as tom cruise which i I knew wouldn't happen. Yeah, that would have been. I don't think Tom Cruise would ever be in an MCU movie anyway. Yeah, it's not I, really. I think. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Like the dude is just wanting to do his own stunts, and you do not do your own stunts in MCU. You just get put on wires. 
Yeah. In fairness, it would like, make sense for him to do like a cameo in a film. It would, it would make sense to do a cameo, but he would have wanted to like put in an Iron Man suit somehow. Yeah. He would have demanded an Iron, a real Iron Man suit that had jet fuel everything that would nearly kill him. And he'd also want to be actually killed on set. Yeah. So um, we're not having that. I also um, loved the entire like ending of the movie with the zombie strange that was yeah that was very cool incredible it was so rad and the music yeah the music throughout like the guitar riffs were amazing yeah um and also all the horror elements the horror elements were so good like jump scares never get me at all the jump scare in this got me because i wasn't expecting jump scares in an mcu movie yeah like i'm my brain is completely turned off to jump scares when i'm watching mcu i'm just here for Fun, quirky action. Yeah, you think you're safe. Yeah, and Sam Raimi just pulls out the bag and, like, slightly jump scares you. And he even, like, has a bloody ring moment in there. And that's terrifying. <laughs> Seeing Scarlet Witch crawl out of a gong is horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, man, it was... Once again, very cool. Very, very cool. I, I really dug the movie. And it is currently the highest grossing film of the year. Uh, worldwide, it's got $915 million yeah worth it uh, like it, very 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 earned it, it might cross a billy uh but we just don't know yet um, i don't think it's going to i think with, it's it's been out too long now and it's coming on to disney plus within the next two weeks i don't think it's crossing a billy. and and with the release of jurassic world and Lightyear, it's yeah it's jurassic be... world's gonna take that even though it's a piece of he- uh, like a piece of shit yeah it, it's gonna cross it because big dino movie and chris pratt Unfortunately, that seems like it's going to happen. But um, yeah, Doctor Strange was was very, very good. So let's cut to another comic book movie that was released this year. Um, uh, which we, we talked about it earlier. Oh, yeah, it's um, Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. <laughs> I haven't watched it. <laughs> Have you seen any of the clips? I've just... Uh, the only clips I've seen are the fake It's Mobbing Time clips. Oh my god. <laughs> so, I've literally only watched the memes. So it's... I saw this movie. I went to the cinema. I paid £8 to see this movie. See, that's where you went wrong. There's a guy on YouTube who's, who's released a video called um, I watched movie Morbius in the cinema five times in a row. He didn't pay for the movie once. He just went... He paid for everything every, all at once. I heard about this. I heard snuck about into this. that. I heard about this. That's funny. Like, uh, I, if, I respect that guy more than anything. If if everything ever all at once was in the cinema when Morbius was out in the UK, you would have done I, the same. I would have done the same. Yeah, um, same. We, it should have been a sign when the movie was pushed to April Fool's Day. It really sh- we should have seen it coming that this movie was going to be a, a absolute hunk of trash. Um, and the fact that it was a a movie about a minor Spider-Man villain. Um, yeah. One that has, like, never been... Bo- like, people have never really been bothered about having a movie for, and he's then in, like, casting an alleged pedo. He's in, like, three comics. Like, that's yeah, it. Like, it's outrageous. Um, but yeah, the, the movie is... I think the whole Spider-Man villain verse is stupid at this yeah, point. The movie is as bad as you've heard. It genuinely yeah. is awful. And I cannot believe that the internet trolled Sony into thinking that people liked it. <laughs> That's that's the it funniest made, thing. That's the funniest thing I've like seen in a while. First, it is first thing they released it in a thousand plus cinemas, and it was reported they made eighty five grand. So it made about eighty five dollars per cinema. Yeah, and that was um they made it made less than Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of uh, the uh, the secrets of Dumbledore, 
uh, which <laughs> the crimes of Dumbledore, which had been out, which had been out for longer, and was already on home video, like yeah. to rent and stuff, which out absolutely outrageous. Um, yeah, very very funny, and uh, Sony like. It was no one between the ages of like twenty and thirty in the Sony offices like guys that the internet's trolling you. Please, don't, please don't spend this money. Like, give the money to someone else. Like the internet's the internet's making fun of you, guy. Like, Honestly, you I know think... what I mean? Like Sony seem like the company that are like laughing along with the joke that the bullies are making and don't realize that the joke is actually at them. It's Honestly, actually quite I'm, sad. I'm just happy that this movie bombed as much as it did. Yeah. Because it means that we don't have to see a Morbius 2. It's more than time or, like, fucking... I don't know. I, like, I will be more back. Yeah, no. I think, as well, the fact that Jared Leto got in on the joke uh, means that the joke is... Just... Yeah. Joke Fuck it. it. Like, have you ever, um, like, have you ever watched Penguin Zero slash Critical um, on YouTube? No. So, he's, like, you know the... Woo! Yeah, baby! Meme. No. You don't know that guy? No. Oh my god, do you live under a rock? Yes. He's like one of the biggest memes. Oh, um, sorry. Well, he, he's like, he did a review on it and then um, did a video on it, like, just saying that he was wrong about Morbius, saying, it, like, just absolutely trolling it, just saying it's the best movie he's ever seen, this and the other. The day that, um, like, Jared Lowe released that video on his Twitter, he released a video just saying the meme is dead. Just because, like, Sony and Jared Leto got in on the meme and they're like, right, now, no longer funny. Meme dead. Yep. Yep. It's... I, I love it. Um, it. However, however bad it was, it is still not the worst movie I've seen all year. No, really? That award goes to Moonfall. Uh, apparently that was a, a the, piece of The garbage. Roland Emmerich film. Jesus Christ. That was the most outrageous cinematic experience I've had all year. It was so terrible. And it felt so long. Um, the, the funniest moment I had, I went to watch it with our good friend Will Soph, uh, who has a new uh, short film out called Jessica. You guys should check it out. It's actually pretty good. Um, he, um, we, we saw it, and the funniest thing in the movie was when Halle Berry, towards the start, gets... Um, gets a phone call and the phone call is simply from nasa <laughs> like just, uh, the contact the caller id the just, caller says, ID NASA. just says nasa <laughs> that's <laughs> incredible absolutely incredible <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I, that's oh another film God. another film i film i openly slept through as well oh, <laughs> there was a incredible. middle chunk of the movie i just didn't see and, uh, that is so good. Will's got a picture of the both of us in the cinema, and I am zonked out. There were only four of us in the cinema. <laughs> us two, and an old couple at the back who I think were just there to to fiddle with each other, So, which yeah. is nice. It's nice that you can do that at an older age. Um, <laughs> you yeah, go, no. guys. Moon, Moonfall was a big old hunker junk. It was, yeah, hands down the worst film I've seen this year so far. Um, what did I give um, it? I gave it half a star on Jesus. I um I went to the cinema for one other film. 
Go on. Um, and I have the I, I have an Infinity card. I should be I should be going to the cinema every month. So yeah, you should. Sam on money. Yeah. But I just I couldn't be bothered. Like I, there was no movies that I really wanted to go and see, and we weren't recording the podcast, so I didn't have to go see Morbius. I didn't have to go see this that, and the other. Yeah. Um, the one film I went to see though, you'd expect it to be like Infinite Where All at Once or um, like just some really interesting new movie. Yeah. No, I went to go see the Bob's Burgers movie because I really like the show. Um, I like Bob's Burgers. I, the I've movie, started, started genuinely, genuinely, that movie is so cute. I love it so much. I need it again. I, I was considering going the day after I saw it. <laughs> I was this close to booking my ticket, but I was in work and I was like, no, I'm I'm just going to go home. But I'm, I might, I like the second it's out, I'm watching it again because it was so cute. Like, if you don't know, if you don't watch Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers is one of those like, adult animations that you can watch with the whole family if you don't mind your kids watching innuendos a lot uh because it's not like overtly like adult it's like it's a very similar to the simpsons where it just barely crosses the line like early yeah. simpsons anyway and it's it's stayed in that thing the entire time they're on like what 12 seasons i think and it's been renewed for 14 up to yeah now. there's a lot of seasons of it yeah, and it's 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 from um H. John Benjamin, um the guy who plays Archer and also voices a few characters in Family Guy and in American Dad, this and the other. He's so talented as a voice actor, but like whenever I like when I first started watching Bob's Burgers, all I could see was Archer. Now if I watch Archer, all I see is Bob. Yeah. Yeah, that's if it. If I hear him in Family Guy, I see Bob. <laughs> Bob. Like and Bob. And I love it. It's the the film is like the perfect movie to the show, where it's a musical and it should be a musical because the show is very musical. There's almost always like music numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorites in the show being um, when he's about to go onto the coasters magazine and he's stuck to the toilet. Oh god! Have you seen the episode yet? I've I've only seen the first season so far. Oh, mate, get to that episode. It's yeah. genuinely... It's called Glued, Where's My Bob? Amazing. It, it's genuinely such a cute song. And, like, oh, I love it so much. Um, And then the movie just... I, the one fear I had for the film when it was first announced was, oh, they're going to get in a bunch of, like, A-list celebrities who were really good at singing to do the songs for this. No. they no. They have the amateur singing. The the guys who were uh, most mostly off key and can't really sing, but they bloody give their hardest try, and they they did exactly that. They were so loyal to the show and to the fans. Uh, it's what they do with they the had... Simpsons as well. Yeah, exactly. The exact it's same really thing cute. in the Simpsons. It's really cute. I really like it. Um, and yeah, it's such a is so fun as a movie. It's the perfect like feature length Bob like bite size that you could ever have and i need a sequel already <laughs> it's taken them a while to make this because it's technically disney's first like 2d animated film for a while since i think princess and the frog yeah so being uh and in terms of 2d animated movies we barely get them anymore like we had no spider-verse it isn't one because that's still 3d animation uh, klaus was 2d 
Klaus was 2D, and that was a Netflix film, wasn't it? So in terms of theatrical release, I don't think we've actually had one since Princess and the Frog. Yeah, no, they're uh, pretty rare nowadays. Yeah, and it it takes a, it costs a lot to do that kind of thing. It's it it's weird how much it costs. Like it's still cheaper than doing live action, but it's definitely cheaper to do 3D animation because 3D animation is a lot more. It's a lot easier to do, and yeah. well, not necessarily easy because you have to model it. But there's a lot of people who are well versed in that field. Yeah, compared to 2D animation, 2D animation you can't really find a team as easily. So yeah. they got most of the team from the Bob Burgers show to do it, along with some new talent. And it, it pays off. Like Absolutely. It does the usual animated show compared to movie where they turn the contrast down a little bit and add the shadows yeah. in more. Yeah. And the like songs are a bit more wavy and dancey, um, as they should be. And yeah, it it's... A, Absolutely fantastic movie. Go watch it if you like Bob's Burgers. And if you don't like Bob's Burgers, then you're just, you know, you're just childish at this point. Um, watch the movie. I was... Uh, do you want to hear about two horror films I saw? Go on. So one of them, both by A24. One of them I absolutely loved. And the other I was quite disappointed in. Go on. Which do you want to hear first? Let's hear the disappointed one. I saw Men. I've heard that's interesting. The new, the new Alex Garland film. Yeah. It was. That's Ex Machina guy, right? Yeah, and Annihilation. Yeah. It was. It was weird. So, the concept is that this um this woman played by oh crap I forgot her name she's a really good actress as well, um Jessie Buckley, um she is. Uh, she she basically goes to this Airbnb for a few nights um, and to just to get away from her life uh, in London, yeah. and she um, she stays in this remote place. There's this little village, um, and all the men in the village look the same. They're played by the same actor, Rory Kinnear. Yeah. Um, and it, but she don't, no one really says anything about it because you don't you're not meant to notice. But it's yeah. just one of those things like, oh, all the men are played by the same guy. And the movie's sort of going down the idea of like, you know, instantly you think all men are trash. And it's like, okay, that's, that's you know, that's an interesting theme. What, But what, what are you going to do with that? And the movie just doesn't do anything with it. It just sort of that's... like has the idea and like that's the entire idea. And it's like okay, okay, so it just has nothing extra to say, which is such a shame because the movie looks incredible. The first half actually had me scared. So See, it, that's my problem with A twenty four films; they are gorgeous, but don't really have as much substance as you'd like, or you have to. You really have to read too, or too much substance. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, and I think the. Um, yeah, the there's a scene in particular that made me realize what my biggest fear in horrors is, and in real life what? as well. It's naked people. Really? Yeah, like naked people staring at me. 
So like, when you're like when you're doing your um, your thing in Romania, you're not going to do the thing that people do when they're anxious and picture the entire audience naked because that's no. just going to make you more anxious. Exactly. Like there's a seat. There's one of the, one of the men men one of the particular men in in the village is this like homeless guy, and he's and he follows Jesse Buckley home, and he sort of he gets into the garden. And he's looking at her through the window and she's on the phone and doesn't notice. So you walk around the house and he's just in the background looking in the windows at her. And he's just butt naked and just staring. And he's looking at her like, and what? And that just like creeps me out to my very core. Like someone I can, is... I can see how that would be like, like very unnerving. Like, do you remember in Hereditary? at the end when there's all those yes. cult members in the house and they're all butt yeah. naked and they're just staring at the guy like yeah and what what are you yeah. gonna do about it it's like what the hell no 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 that 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 shit gives me shivers i hate that i hate that so much um so yeah that film helped me realize um that that you're scared of peen I'm, I'm big i'm big scared of big peen or and little peen um and medium peen and most importantly, medium pain. Medium um, pain is the scariest. But yeah, man, and like, there's there's quite a few other films that have done it where there's like old naked people, like It Chapter Two, you know when um oh with the the old lady in the house. Yeah, that's scary. Like, and um the the other film I'm gonna talk about has naked old people in, and I'm like, ah oh, no, this is I don't like this at all. Um, so yeah, that okay, that. Go on. What's, uh, the, what's the good one? The other one is X. I heard that was very good. It me was Leo, very good. Me and Leo it, wanted to go see that, but it wasn't in the cinema. It was very, it feels very classic 70s horror. And Ooh. that's what I loved about it. Because I was talking to Will about, me and Will went to see it together, and he didn't like it too much, because he was like, there's a lot of tropes in it. And I was like, yeah, but like, it just, it feels so classic. In the yeah. sense that, like, it's not, it's these tropes, but, they're, like, they're not, nobody feels stupid. It just feels yeah. like it's a movie ripped straight out of the 70s. Yeah. So, in this film, it's, um, it follows a group of people, um, who are making a porn film, but they want to make the first actual good porn film. Like, they want it to look good. And yeah. well, well made. Um, and so... And then, and then they, they stay at this old couple's farm and then when they realise what they're doing they're like not into it. And so um, it's got great performances. A surprising performance from Kid Cudi. Like the rapper. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was in it. I didn't know it was him. I didn't, I didn't know what he looked like. And he was amazing. He was really good. Um, uh, Britney Snow as well from uh, Pitch Perfect and Hairspray. She was great in this. Uh, Mia Goth is the lead girl, and she's brilliant. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really, really good film that's just like in and out, hour and a half, and just like feels so very natural horror. Just like Fair enough. a couple of weird people killing some teenagers, and it's like, yeah, I'm here for this, and it's well shot. Everyone does their part really well, and there's a really, really great kill. Like the one, one specifically that sticks in your head, and you're like, "Damn, that's good." So yeah, it's 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 good shit. It's good shit, and I I think you'd really like it, David. Fair enough. Um, so I also watched 
te- I watched two horror films and I watched a horror show. Um, okay. The two horror films both released this year. The horror show released a little while ago. It's been something that's just been on my watch list. So I'll talk about the films first. Um, the first one is a Netflix one called Choose or Die. And the best way I can explain it is imagine the new um, Jumanji's mixed with the old Jumanji as a horror film, essentially. Ooh. So this person, uh, this kid, like, who is a massive nerd, um, fi- like, he collects old um, video games and stuff like that and, um, like, old video game machine, like, consoles, stuff like that. Hey, it's got um, Ace of yeah, cool. it's also got um, Robert Engel, the guy who played for it. Yeah, cool. so like, granted, he's literally in it barely. Yeah, like he, he he's literally there for a voice clip. Nice, but he's also uh, one of the people that originally made the game. Um, he finds this game in like his collection called Choose or Die. They run it. It's on like an old DOS machine. Um, they start running it on modern hardware, and it starts to like take over real life um an example of it is the girl who's running the game is in a cafe she runs the game and then everything around her just stops and she has a choice um and like basically the waitress is holding a glass and she drops it when she stops and it's either clean up or break more she chooses clean up but it gives it like the worst possible scenario in the way that they could clean up, rather than getting like a like just a dustpan and brush, she starts eating the glass. Jesus Christ! And she can't physically stop. And you have to make a choice, or you like, or you die. Um, right. And it it plays on that quite a bit. It's it's a bit trashy here and there. It it does feel like it's just you know going off of like over-the-top gore and some, you know, franchise shit. But I was going to say, it does have 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it does. It has 4.7 on and IMDb 4.7, as well, so it's not yeah. great. <laughs> it's it's not amazing, but I genuinely, like, it's... If you don't look at it critically, if you just turn your brain off and watch it because it looks interesting, I fully recommend it because the horror scenes are genuinely disturbing. Like, it is a very disturbing movie at times. And it's brutal, and it's a very, it's a very cool concept that I hope to God is used again, but in a better way, because the way this does it is, it it just feels like you know, kind of a a cheap way to scare people. Um, yeah. But once again, fantastic. The opening scene alone hooked me. Yeah. Like really, really hooked me. Um and then the rest of the film, it it doesn't hook you as much, but it's still a fun watch. So I can I can recommend it just with the precursor of go, you know, in with really kind of no expectations and just turn your brain off and enjoy a schlocky fun horror film. It's very slashery. Okay. In that I respect. Can, I can dig that. I can dig that. I can get behind Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun watch and there's some brutal scenes. So if you like your gory horror, you'll you'll really enjoy that bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I might give yeah. it a go. I might give it a go. Yeah. Um the other horror film I watched is something that 
I wanted to watch it in the cinema when it came out, and I didn't, unfortunately. But it was a two pound rental on on Amazon Prime at one point, so I rented it, watched it immediately, and fucking loved it. Okay, that's uh, um, five. that is five. Studio Six Six Six. Oh, Foo Fighters. Yes, horror movie. Of course, I missed this. You, I missed this. Yeah, when you think about the idea of a dad rock band doing a horror movie you immediately think this is going to be awful you immediately think this is going to be a horrible movie but it's going to have some wrong references to a band i like yeah weirdly enough it's not it it's not a horrible movie it's got 56 percent on Rotten tomatoes at the moment but it's got an 80 percent audience score listen to the audience score don't listen to the critics because it's got some genuinely cool ideas it's got some really fun horror and it has a lot of really good comedy. The performances from all of the band are fantastic. Um, especially Dave Grohl. Like he's weirdly a great actor, apparently. Yeah. Um, especially when like the demon takes over in him. If you've seen the trailer, there's a moment where um the drummer um Taylor Hawkins, uh, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins, because he recently died sadly. He did, yeah. Um, he like they're trying to finish this track, um, and the whole idea behind the track is is a track from the Necronomicon that brings forth like evil and like the devil back into music. Oh, the man. whole idea around metal music being that metal was created by the devil and it hasn't been the same since so they have to bring back the devil again so okay. they can make like metal what it what it once was um and that that alone fantastic idea i love that because i love it whenever like hardcore christians say that metal is the devil's music this movie just says yeah it is so what <laughs> what's funny in it funny in it mate tell you what, um, on, a, on a note here I didn't realise that General Ortega was in this, and she is having a crazy year. Yeah. Studio 666. She was also the, the girl in Scream. Yeah. And she's in X as well. Yeah, she's good in this. She's, she's having really a, good in this. Having a belting year. Um. Oh, what what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the, the Taylor Hawkins scene. So like he um like he's possessed by the demon completely at this point and taylor's trying to distract him from the other guys who are trying to find an economicon in the basement and um he says that he like the only thing that is left to do is finish the, the drum track and then like out of nowhere like taylor's just like no nah, I'm, I'm not really feeling it why don't we wait for this person to come back who they all know is now dead but he's trying to get dave to kind of spill the beans and out of nowhere, Dave just like becomes completely demonic and tells him to play the fucking drums. Six. And sorry, I was listening. See, you can tell I was listening. You can tell I was listening. You can. Um <laughs> and it it's kind of creepy when he says it. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I've seen this in the trailer. Yeah, and it's really it's really, really brutal. Like it is gory. Yeah and in in like the best way it's like the scene from nightmare on elm street in the bed where the blood starts pouring out that's the level of gore in this film oh damn yeah it's it's brutal it's funny it's got some genuinely 
like good horror elements in there. Like CGI could do with a bit of work here and there, but there's some bits that are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And a lot of practical effects that I really appreciated. They they put in a lot of work into this otherwise dumb idea. And the thing I love most about it is the band in the film that were there before, like the Foo Fighters, because they go to this like horror mansion where um, a band had originally recorded and it turns out the band, like the main leader of the band went crazy and killed them all. The songs made by that band are actually released on Spotify under the name of Dream Widow, which is the name of the band, but they're made by... Um, the Foo like, Fighters. By Foo Fighters. And oh, shit. They are some heavy metal. Cool. That is, that is some absolutely genuine heavy metal, and See, seeing I the like metal that. guy myself, love it. That's fun. That's really... I like yeah. that. That's really fun. They really had a lot of fun with with this movie. I, You can really tell how much they were loving doing it. Yeah. Like, from the performances alone. And like I said, unfortunately, Taylor Hawkins has died, but luckily he was there to see the reception of this film, and this is part of his legacy now. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that this turned out well. Yeah. Well, it didn't make too. a lot of money, because... Once again, who's going to go see a Foo Fighters horror movie in cinema? Well, I would have. Well, I that's it. I, I, I would have, but the, the showings that they were doing in Leeds were like, it, it's one show in a day, and it's 11 yeah. o'clock at night, and it's for a week. Yeah, it, it's it's not one of those films that's going to get the most showings. I'm surprised it got a theatrical release in the first place. I'm genuinely shocked that it got that. Yeah. So that alone is impressive. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, yeah, I didn't realize it was on it. offer. I didn't realize it was on offer on Prime because otherwise I would. I I would. I literally. I think it. I messaged you saying that I rented it so you can watch it. I don't know oh. if I did. Or I meant to. Yeah, I don't think you did because otherwise I would have checked it out. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I was gutted I didn't get to see that. Uh, but I, yeah. I hope I'll, I'm sure I'll it, see it at some it, point. It, I'm probably gonna buy it on Prime when I yeah when I get paid. So I'll let you know when I do, and you can watch it then because I'm I've want to watch this film again. It was fun. Another movie that we were both sort of excited for and that are sort of come and gone, and I saw was mildly disappointed in was um the the unbearable weight of massive talent. The I didn't actually watch it. Nicholas Cage's Nicholas Cage film. That was the other film that was out in cinema right there when I was in America, yeah. and I just couldn't be asked seeing it. I was having too much fun just going to different places and just experiencing yeah. America. It know. was, it, it was exactly what you think it's going to be, and I was hoping that it would be more than that. So I think my own thing. my own anticipation sort of killed me on this. But like, yeah, every, like everything, hyping a film like this up and expecting more out of it is kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, all all the weird stuff from it was in the trailer. Yeah, which was disappointing. Uh, I think Pedro Pascal was really good, and I think the relationship between him and Nick Cage was good. And the movie sort of ends up feeling a little. It's similar to like a Seven Psychopaths kind of film, where like yeah. they talk about what's going to happen next, and then that happens next. That kind of thing. Um, that, that sucks. And, until towards the end it's like um that then it becomes like a a real film with stakes and it's like yeah all oh, right okay i don't i don't know it just wasn't as good as i hoped it was but i think it's it wasn't still, what you were thinking it's still a fun a really fun movie um and it's got a great nick cage performance and the he gets followed around by like the younger version of himself and that he that character is so funny like that's the that's what i kind of wanted to see more of um, yeah but that was good. It's it's a solid movie. 
uh, just was hoping for it to be incredible. Um, I feel like I'll enjoy it more than you did though now that I've hit like that I've heard this review because like my expectations are lower of yeah. the film, so I'm not gonna expect the world from it. I'm just gonna expect a a, a fun, stupid adventure with Nicolas Cage. There you go. Um, there's a couple more movies I want to I want to name drop here. Um, yeah. Yep. The Chip and Dale film was a lot of fun. Yes, I watched that as well. I actually watched that quite, quite recently. A lot of fun. Seen Ugly Sonic terrified me and he haunts my nightmares. Yeah, he was weird. Yeah, but like all the... I was surprised how many like adult characters like from adult animation were in this. Like I saw Randy at one point. I saw a Big Mouth character. Yeah. Like, I saw... There was a lot of people in this film that you would not expect from Disney um it's also weird how much disney are taking the piss out of themselves in this yeah it was like how, how are they getting away with like the things they're saying it's like okay fine. yeah um and on top of that it's also weird how they were able to get a lot of these characters since most of it is not disney owned like i was able to see batman yeah 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 there's loads of uh, yeah there's loads of animation things that are like that aren't even owned by disney or fox so it's like how... yeah at, like, how the hell are you able to license this at all? Well, I Granted, guess because it is, it is just free promotion, especially for Sonic, because yeah. Ugly Sonic is a is a somewhat prominent character in the film. Yeah, he is, which is weird. Yeah, well, this and... this this movie feels like a uh, a modern day Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It, yeah, it's like I I, I just it's wish like if it Ready was... Player One was done good. Yeah, it's like I wish towards the end it was a little darker like who very much rabbit was because like there's there feels like there's stakes in that movie but in this it feels a little more kid friendly but yeah, i think that's I, just I because of, i think that's just because of the times yeah exactly and on top of that with it being a disney plus day one release yeah it's one of those films where like you're just there to see chip and dale and you get surprised by all the cameos and the uh, the idea that um dale has had like cgi surgery is yeah. hilarious that's Seeing funny. the scene with all the random Seth Rogen characters, I was pissing myself. <laughs> yeah, that's like funny. just seeing Bob again, I was just like, "Oh my god, it's Bob!" It's Bob. I, yeah, I think like, Monsters vs. Aliens is underrated as hell. Oh god, yeah, is um, one is genuinely one of DreamWorks' best animated films. Did you get to see Uncharted? I have not yet, but I do plan to still. Um, it's not I, good. I've watched. It's not good. I've watched the cameo scene from um, Nolan North. Wasn't it in the trailer? And... No. Uh, well, the movie's not good. The movie's not yeah. good. Don't don't waste your time. I'm I'm still going to watch it because I, I like Tom Holland and I like Uncharted as a franchise and I hope that one day they'll be able to get it right because realistically, Uncharted is one of the main video games you could do as a movie because Uncharted is just Indiana Jones. Yeah. With, you know, a guy saying crap all the time. He only says it like three times. Anyway. Um... Yeah, why does he say it three times? He says it like 20 times per game at least. <laughs> um, In the fourth one, like 50. Some of the movies that I, I, saw, I saw this year were... Um, I saw Red Rocket, which was a really, really great uh, indie film about... Like, it's just like a slice of life about this guy who used to be a porn actor and um, then has to move back home because he sort of gets run out of Hollywood and then tries to find his way back in through this other girl that he meets. It's a fun, it's really fun, and the the main performance is fantastic from, let me just get this guy's name up, um, from Simon Rex, 
uh, was really good. And it's directed by Sean Baker, who directed uh, The Florida Project a few years ago, which is a really, really great movie. Um, Also, um, this, I saw a short, I saw a short version of this film uh, back a few years ago when I went to that, do you remember that festival in Manchester that I got invited to? Yes. Um, Called Boiling Point, and it's got, um, I'm really struggling with names today, my God. It's got Stephen Graham in it. Oh, Um, And it's about, like, the short film follows, it's a one-shot short film, and it follows him as a chef running his restaurant on a night where, um, like, leading up to Christmas, and things go wrong. Um, And they made a feature film out of it. So it's a full hour and a half, entirely one-shot, and it follows the mounting pressure in this busy London restaurant. As it as it closes into Christmas and there's like loads of people in, and there's so many like little stories throughout the restaurant that you find that you see as you're walking through that it's just it's fantastic, it's absolutely fantastic, and it's even like some of the the more casual little moments that are like you know oh this is quite nice. There's still a, an urgency of like oh fuck what's gonna happen now though what's something's gonna happen soon. Um. And it, it it's, it's like a pressure cooker. It's really, really great movie. It's got fantastic performances, especially from Stephen Graham. He is one of the best actors we've got at the moment. Um, and I will watch anything he's in. He's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, my top three of the year, though, hands down so far. Number three, The Northman. I have not watched it yet. I've oh, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Alexander Skarsgård is fantastic. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's... It's the manliest film I'll, I'll, I've seen all year. It's alpha male. It's sigma male. Like um, my 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 testicles grew from the t- from start the start of the film to the end because I I just you know got sigma that much... male is the lesser male, right? I, I thought sigma male was like the top one. No, alpha male is the top one. That that's what like the alpha male podcast. Oh my god, me. the internet lied to me again. Oh god damn it! Alpha male podcasts have taught me that alpha males are the best. And that you should apparently not respect women, according oh. to those guys. Anyway. Oh no! Let, but we, we yeah. do respect women here. We respect. We women. do respect women. We respect so women on the not, me and podcast. That's why we're a Sigma male podcast. Oh right, okay. I'm okay with being a Sigma male. Then. Um, yeah, that's the better male. <laughs> no, that's a beta male. Ah, right. Um, Fuck off. Second best movie of the year for Go me. Go away. Uh, it's a close. It's close, but it's Top Gun Maverick. Huh. I, oh my god! I've not watched it. I do not plan to, honestly. I, what a picture! I've never watched Top Gun originally. I hadn't uh, until two days beforehand, and I wasn't going to before seeing this film. And it honestly, honestly, does not matter. The movie is almost perfect. Genuinely, fair enough. It's absolutely incredible. It's miles better than the original. The action is intense and amazing, and because because you know that all of them flew the planes, and all the action is kind of real. It's amazing tom cruise is fantastic given his one one of his best performances i think this is a better performance than he's given in mission impossible and i know how much we like mission impossible um it's just, there, there, are, there is actual really upselling this movie man there there is actual you're gonna te- make me go see it there is actual tension in the action and you actually are worried whether people are gonna die or not because like it's not a franchise movie. I know it's a franchise movie because it's had a movie beforehand. But like this, if it didn't have the name, I, it would still be as good. 
So like, Fair th- enough. this feels like I know, uh, anyone could Marcella die. Didn't Marcella actually moment. hit his head as well in the plane? Probably. Like, like in the, there's a bit where he like smacks his head or something. Like he actually hit his head and he kept that like kept that cut. I don't remember in the film or something like that. Maybe. But like, yeah, the movie is absolutely fantastic. I can't sing the praises enough. It was inc- I saw it in IMAX and it just made the experience so much better. Um, I was there were moments I went with my housemate Lewis and there were moments when I was leaning forward because I was that tense. And Lewis Fair was enough. looking at me like, Xander, what are you doing? And then looked to his right and the entire row of men next to us was doing the exact same. <laughs> because this- You know what though? That movie would, I imagine, be even te- like 10 times better still in 4D, like with moving chairs and shit. No. I that- feel like that would be really cool. No, man, it's a terrible gimmick. I hate 4D. I, I like the idea of 4D for certain films. Mm. Um, not the ones where you spritz you in the face with water. Not like, yeah, not a Spy that. Kids 4D. Yeah, no, 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 no. Terrible, terrible. Just, um, just moving chairs. Yeah, no. Top Gun Maverick, though. It feels like a blockbuster of a bygone era. I didn't think they made blockbusters like this anymore because it's just, it's so open to everyone. Any person in the world could go to this movie and enjoy something about it. It's just very, very four quadrant. Like you can take your, your, your grandparents, your parents, your kids, your friends. Anyone can take, can enjoy this. It's absolutely incredible. And there's, there's a reason why it's already made $620 million worldwide. Mad. Like, and it broke the record for biggest opening weekend over Memorial Day weekend in America. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, the main reason it's made that much is because it's Top Gun 2. It, it's not just because it's fantastic. It's because it's Top Gun 2 that's but, been, but the fact that for years. But we've seen so many things that have come out that have been like long-awaited sequels that fail. and But I think the reviews have helped it. Oh yeah, definitely. The reviews have definitely helped it, and it solidifies. But also, there's, there's a huge fan base that would have gone to see this, whether the reviews were shit or not. And it solidifies the fact that uh, Tom Cruise is one is a, is part of a dying era of like he's one of the last actual movie stars. You will go to a movie because Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah, I I fully agree with that. Like certain films, I will only go to see because Tom Cruise is there, and that is one of them. Like. Only reason I even want to see Top Gun is because Tom Cruise is in it. And finally, shockingly, the, my favorite movie of the year so far: Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Still not seeing it. It's really, it, it, It's actually kind of good. No way. Really? It's shockingly, I, I, shockingly. I don't believe you. It's a good movie. It's it's one of those movies you sit there and you spend most of the time thinking how. In the hell did you make this? You're just asking more questions to like how like how is it it's so well edited. It's so well edited because there are so many universes that you're jumping between, especially during like the last half an hour. The last half an hour is genuinely perfect. Fair enough. Because it all flows so well together. I think the the opening is mildly like because you're just sort of getting used to it's a lot of setup, and you're like, okay, like it's a, you know, I I'm getting there, I'm getting there, but then that last half an hour is just absolutely perfect. Um, even longer, even it's like the last hour and a quarter is just perfect, and it's it's one of those movies that I wish more people would see, but it's like it's a twenty four, it's it's an indie film, you have half of it's in Chinese, 
so that you just you're gonna get a yeah lot it's of it's one of those subtitles. films where they're not gonna see it yeah it had it did become the highest grossing a24 film uh, i reckon time. this is a movie that if it released during lockdown on netflix it would have been talked about 20 times more than it already is yeah because people were going mental for stuff on netflix during like lockdown yeah. and i think it's just not getting that audience like the more mainstream audience because it's not released during lockdown absolutely um and i think this is um an early call for best picture at the oscars at the fair end. enough very early call but i think i would be shocked if it's not there on the list i have um two films two more films i watched this year one that was released in this year one that was released in the 80s that i'm gonna just talk about briefly yeah and i've got some tv shows i've watched as well that i'm gonna talk about briefly some bit more in depth because they're longer um so I watched the one that released this year. It's called Metal Lords. Um, it's the most David movie I've ever seen in my life. It's literally a high school movie about two um, teenagers starting a metal band. Uh, one of them's like misunderstood emo. The other one's just like nerd who doesn't really understand metal, but enjoys playing drums. And once he starts listening to it and actually like learning songs, he starts to understand it more. He meets like... This girl who's um, a bit over the top, I think she's autistic, and um, is, you know, is the sweetest little story between them. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I loved listening to all the music in this, um, and it made me want to listen to, like, more of Sabbath again, so I did. So, yeah, I recommend that a lot if you if you enjoy just a, a cute, fun, coming-of-age story with a lot of male music. Cool. Um, and then the other film I watched is The Lost Boys. I've never watched it before. A friend at work said that it's their favorite vampire movie ever. I said, nope, Fright Night is better. <laughs> um, I still stand by that. Fright Night is better. But The Lost Boys is a really good very fun and the most 80s movie I've ever watched. It's very 80s. It's very 80s, down to the costumes, down to the way they talk, the way they act, the camera angles, everything is so 80s, it's enjoyable. It's, yeah, like, there's some stupid shit in it, but it's so fun. I it, it's, it's classic for a reason. Same reason as, like, The Goonies is a classic. Yeah. And I love it. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. I'm never going to watch the sequels, though. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, um, and to get into the TV shows I've watched, um, a quick one is Inside Job. Um, it's on Netflix. It's made by Alex Hirsch, or co-created by Alex Hirsch and the other guy who did um, Gravity Falls. I can't remember his name, though. Um, in like more of an animation style like Rick and Roy, it's about the deep state. I watched Very that. adult. I watched the first episode, and I just didn't like it. First episode is... It's not as like it's not as good as the rest of the season. Mm. And the rest of the season starts really getting like deep into like the character development, everything like that. It's got the same thing where like the characters are actually developed over time. Yeah. It it doesn't do the Rick and Morty thing where they immediately show you Rick, show you that he's a piece of shit and kind of deconstruct him. They construct the characters as they go along and Rand, the father of um, the main character, Reagan, it just becomes more and more of an evil bastard the more you watch. 
it's finally getting part two because season one part one is out it's we're getting part two soon as a trailer well the first clip from the first episode is out um on youtube from netflix's geek week um and geek or geeked week they do like a e3 style presentation yes 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 they do they do they do yeah yeah and they've also renewed it for a second season as well so season one part one and two are coming out and then season two is also going to be coming out so i'm very excited for that cool um second one i watch is love death and robots season three specifically yeah yeah my my housemates really like it i still haven't seen it genuinely mate i I know you like um like black mirror don't you yes imagine black mirror but with without just going for tech and also different animation styles for every episode as well yeah that's what love death and robots is and i just i don't know i think it's just been hyped up too much now genuinely so it I, hasn't i i, I, I told to i've been hyping this up to demango for about a, for i've been having this up to the lads in general for quite a while and demango i think has like ignored me a little bit he uh, messaged in the chat yesterday has anybody seen it he watched all three seasons in a night and loved every second of it and demango is a picky fucker when it comes to shows and movies uh, that's seven <laughs> fair it's a lot better than normal it's a lot better than normal we're doing really well we're normally a 70 at this point. Yeah, we were doing um, really well, mate. But yeah, like he is very picky when it comes to shows and movies, and he loved this. One of my favorite episodes from season three is um oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Hold on, I'm gonna go on Netflix real quick and just have a look at it. There's also Mason's Rats, um, which is a good episode from season three. Bad traveling, that's what it's called. And Bad Travelling has uh, Troy Baker as the voice of the main protagonist. And it just takes turn after turn after turn. And it is mind-blowingly incredible. It's gorgeous as well. The entire show is absolutely mesmerizingly beautiful. And the last episode of season three as well called Jabaro. It's like a story without words. Okay. And oh my god! I like a silent. I like a silent thing. It's not fully silent. Like you, there's a lot of um, noise there. But yeah, but like like no main, talk. The main protagonist of the episode is literally deaf. Yeah. So he can't hear anything, and that plays into why um, he's able to do what he what he can do in this. It's like a story of greed, of myth, and death, and almost love it's beautiful genuinely beautiful so i really really recommend just binge it all because there's some episodes that are literally five minutes and it's some of it has more character development than the entirety of the sequels to star wars (laughs) that's not literally that's not hard a 10-minute episode can hook you further than watching all three movies and then wanting to watch the rest of them. Okay. I'll get, I'll get to it. In, I'll get to it. I'll in get season it. one, there's an episode called Alternate Histories, and it's literally, oh, Hitler dies in various universes. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. You I need will. to. I will. 
Um, before I go on to the last four shows I've got, do you want to recommend anything? Do you want to talk about anything? Um, I I did something. Uh, I went to the cinema and I saw. I man. I finally got to see my favorite movie of all time on the big screen. I went to see RoboCop. Oh, I thought you were going to say Artemis Fowl then. No, it was the 35th anniversary of RoboCop. And uh, they were doing a Paul Verhoeven season um, in uh, Odeon. And one of the films they were showing was RoboCop. So I went and I took my dad and we saw it. And you know what? I was surprised by how many people were there. The cinema was half full. <laughs> it was half full. And I was like, you know what? Man. That's incredible for a 35-year-old movie that I keep getting Some told. Some people just enjoy watching I, the classics on the big I, screen. I just keep getting told, isn't good. You're overrating it, Xander. You're crazy. You know what, man? Seeing it on the big screen just... It just it just hits different. The movie's amazing. It's just perfect to me. And so that was that was lovely. That was wonderful seeing it. Like In, in that moment, it was just perfect. Honestly, yeah. Like, I... I love the idea of going to see classic films in the cinema, and I wish I could go see certain films in cinema. Yeah. Um, like, Scarface, I would love to see on the big screen, the Samuel, but there's, there's certain films that I feel like are completely revamped in your head when you see it on the big screen. Yeah. And I wish I, I like, had the chance to see certain films in the cinema. So I'm not going to, you know... I'm not gonna like complain or say, "Oh, you're just overrated." Blah 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 blah. blah. Like, if if you enjoyed it, good on you, man. Enjoy the hell out of it, because you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those. Absolutely. Um, what? Okay, what else did I watch? Oh, um, have, have you watched? Um, I think we'll do sort of a longer, maybe more in depth thing on this. But Stranger Things happened. I have not watched Stranger Things season four yet. I am waiting for Leo to catch up to it because they haven't watched it until this season and they've been uh, doing a D&D campaign that has had Stranger Things incorporated into it now, which is weird to me because D- like Stranger Things is completely based off of D&D. So how yeah, do you is. put Stranger Things into D&D when it's already based off of D&D? <laughs> You're just putting D&D into D&D. Yeah. That's, that's D&D squared at that point. It's, it's weird to me. But um, yeah, and then they found out that the like Winona Riders in it, and they were like, "Right, I'm gonna watch it now." <laughs> um, they're they're catching up quick, so I'm planning to watch season four very soon. Yeah, um, I've heard it's fantastic. I've heard the horror elements are really good. It's really dark. Yeah, and it's very reminiscent of Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. And the only thing that's doing my head in is the fact that they're focusing on the episode length as like a hook to watch it. Yeah, like, no. I feel like I, that's a weird part of marketing. Like, I don't give a shit about two-hour-long episodes. I, that's not what's going to hook me. The content of those episodes is what's going to hook me. So that's kind of stopped me from watching it in the first place. But since they're watching it now, I've said that I'll watch it with them, so I'm going to. But I, um, yeah, I, it's weird marketing to me. So I, I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit. So I... I, I really like it. I think this season is fantastic. As close to season one as you can get. Because I think season two was okay. Season three season I think was shit. Season three was really not good. See, that's the thing. I slightly disagree. Season two, really not good. Season three, a bit better. It kind of started bringing it back, but not enough. And then, and then season four, I think universally, it's it's fantastic. It really is fantastic. Um, and what I'm so so incre- like, amazed by is the editing. Like, you you 
you're not staying with one group too long. And I'm so glad it could have so they could have so easily done. Oh, this episode we're going to focus on this part of the story, and then this episode we're going to focus on this part. I hate that. I yeah. hate that. The Walking Dead started doing that, and I hate it. It's so annoying. I want to see a bit of what everyone's doing every episode. Why would I want to spend an entire hour on one story and then not hear about this story for another four episodes? That's outrageous. Yes. That's absolutely outrageous. Uh, so the editing in the show is top tier. And um, I think the episode length is kind of a problem. I think, like, I, I sat down to watch the last episode of the season and I had an hour before I had to do something. And it's like, okay, yeah, I should be able to watch an episode of TV in an hour. It was an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. It's like, that's too long. That's not an you've episode. Got, of... You've literally got to prepare yourself to watch a movie. And exactly. Yeah, it's cool that, like, fe- I love feature length episodes for certain things, like Sherlock. Yeah. All episodes are feature length. Yeah. That's, but that's throughout the season. There's three the episodes. There's three episodes of yeah. it. Yeah. And in this, You're watching a trilogy. all the. All the episodes, none of the episodes are shorter than an hour and a quarter. And it's like, at that point, it's like, okay, so just maybe rejig them a bit and add an extra episode. They're being very anti-Netflix with that, I think. Yeah. The whole the whole thing of Netflix is you sit and you binge. Yeah. You can't fully binge something in a day if the episodes are over an hour long, especially if they're an hour of 40. And the next, the last two episodes that they're releasing, part two is going to be two episodes. One of them is two hours long. No, one of them is two and a half hours long. Like, the why? entirety, the, the entirety of volume two is four hours. Yeah, why? What is the point? Just but if also, you're able to make it in 45 minute episodes... Cut it down to 45-minute episodes because that's binge-worthy, like, you know, episodes. Also, this isn't the last season. Why? Really? Why? I thought this was. No, they've got another season planned. They're doing five seasons. So why, on God's green earth, are they doing two volumes separating the last two episodes to be this big thing, big finale, when it's not even the end of the show. I think it's because they're currently still making season five and they don't want to make a huge wait in between season five, four and five. It's still going to be So a they're, huge they're breaking up season four. I know, man, but like, like they, they said it's in an not interview... Gonna, it's not going to be a three-year wait now, though. It's probably going to be a two, like a two to one-year wait. They, they've said, they said in an interview, yeah, we, um, they, you know, there's some questions that people have about season four. It's like, We've basically released the first two acts of the story, and now we're just waiting for the third act to come out. It's like, why? Why do yeah. that? Just, I, I honestly would have preferred it. At that point, just, just do a weekly release. Just go weekly. Surely yeah, you just go weekly. There's, there's eight episodes, isn't there? Nine. This season. There's nine episodes. Do you know when season four, part two is out? First of July. So, yeah, that would have worked perfectly. If they released the first part, a little bit earlier, they could have done weekly and then could have had people, instead of just binging it, or they could just wait to binge it and they could have done weekly easily. Yeah. So there's no point in doing that. Yeah, but there's, like... There's, it's just to keep the conversation going longer, but it's it's fabricated. That's exactly what it is. That That's the only reason they're separating the release date is to keep the conversation going. And if you want to do that, you release it weekly. Yeah, you either release it weekly or you release literally half a season. No, but like the the way there's no way at this in this season there is no half point. Like it's, it's a, it feels like one big movie. Like there's no like you know in at the end you know BoJack season six that's separated yeah. into two parts. 
And at the end of part one, it feels like the end of a season. Yeah. It feels like a mid-season finale. There's no moment in this season where I'm like, okay, you could probably cut the season here. Yeah. Because it's all one continuous story. And that's where you just say, fuck it, we'll do weekly. Just weekly. But no. Um, I I didn't think we talked this much about Stranger Things. I apologize. We'll probably <laughs> do. I've not watched it. Yeah, we'll do more of an open thing um, about the fourth season and the content of the fourth season, uh, which is really good, by the way. If you haven't seen it yet, you probably should. Um, I hope we do that yeah. when when part two releases. Abs- I'm I'm absolutely down. I think that's gonna do it, right? Yeah, that's that's everything I have to talk about, yeah. other than um, the fact that I've been to America now. Yeah, yeehaw. Um, yeah so we're we're back essentially this whole thing has been like yeah we're back so uh, we're gonna be with you guys again every monday um going forward and yes it's it's an exciting new time exciting new era because we're actually we're here now we're here we're back and we're going to be doing all the fun stuff we do um we used to do every week we've got some we've got some very fun episodes planned um yes we've got we've got some uh we've got a couple of fun episodes in the pipeline including a collaboration uh that we we uh we actually collaborated with another podcast back in march uh and they were yeah. they were so lovely and uh we're here to uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna have them on the film versus film podcast we're very excited to have them on and we're gonna be having them on um in a couple of weeks so get excited for that um indeed yeah so that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much to everyone for watching and thank you for your patience. And um, yeah, this is the Filmian Podcast. I'm Xander Langwiston. And I'm Glup Show. That's David French. <laughs> I'm Glup Show, the, the favourite um, Star Wars character of all time. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. I've not missed that. Back. I've not missed <laughs> that. I've not missed your like horrible, awkward openings. So you have to hear my horrible, awkward outros. Hey, how about you go fuck yourself? Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> and that's 10. There you go. Woo!